Welcome to the Journey to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sutherland. I'm a writer, author, and the founder of Journey to Heal Ministries, a ministry dedicated to helping survivors heal from past sexual trauma by leading them to hope in Jesus Christ. As a survivor myself, I know how challenging and lonely the healing journey can be. This podcast is dedicated to providing hope and inspiration for anyone on a journey to heal. Whether you're a survivor or love someone who is, I'm delighted you're here. I'll be sharing new episodes every Wednesday about life, faith, family, and healing from hard things for anyone who desires to go beyond surviving their past to thriving in the life they were created to live. I look forward to this journey with you. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Journey to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sutherland, and the founder of Journey to Heal Ministries. Let me just say, whether you're a survivor yourself or love someone who is, I am so glad you're tuning in with me today, and I hope you are encouraged and inspired by what you hear. If you're just hearing about Journey to Heal Ministries, I'll tell you a little bit about us. We're a small nonprofit that was founded in 2018 in response to the growing need for trauma-informed and Christ-centered resources for survivors of sexual abuse and for their families. Our mission is to help survivors heal from past sexual trauma by leading them to hope in Jesus Christ through providing support and education and community. And we offer peer-to-peer mentoring, support groups, and events to help foster awareness and empower survivors in their journey to heal. Let me tell you, the unfortunate reality is sexual abuse is of pandemic proportions in our society today. You may not be aware of that, but it's true. Statistically speaking, there are studies that show there are over 42 million adult survivors of childhood sexual abuse in our country alone. That is based on reported cases. What is more, it is estimated that every 73 seconds someone in America is sexually assaulted and every nine minutes that someone is a child. To put that in perspective, this means roughly one in three women and one in four men. And if nothing changes, one in 10 children will be sexually abused before they turn 18. Sadly, it's not strangers that we have to worry about. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, the big thing was stranger danger. But the reality is that's not the case in situations of childhood sexual abuse or even adult sexual assault for the most part. It is our own circle of trust that we've got to worry about because the majority, 90% in fact, of victims who report their assault say their abuse was perpetrated by someone they know. Depressing, right? I know. But there is hope, and that is part of the reason for this podcast. Let me share a little history um, first about why this podcast even came about. The idea first of Journey to Heal Ministries was birthed after the launch of my book, Journey to Heal, Seven Essential Steps for Survivors of Childhood Sexual Abuse in 2016. I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. I was abused by a family member for five years of my childhood. It began when I was about 10 years old and lasted till I was about 15. 
my abuse was not reported to uh, the police. Um, my family didn't didn't report it. And it was very much a situation at home of let's just move on and live like it never happened. That worked for like, well, never. It never worked. I was 38 years old before I realized how much damage was done in my heart and in my life. And by that time, I was a stay-at-home mother of three, angry, overweight, depressed, literally on the edge of divorce after my 13 year 13 years of marriage to my college sweetheart and all of this honestly while attending and serving at my local church I loved Jesus I read my bible I spent time in prayer but I was hurting in a profound way and truly honestly I thought I was going crazy until someone saw my pain and helped me name it and that someone was a member uh, of my church. Actually, she was the pastor's wife. And she had become kind of a mentor of mine. I was involved in various things she led at church. And, um, you know, she more or less got to know me. And as she did, she kind of saw that I needed help. At least that's the way I like to think of it. She pointed out one day that perhaps I needed to look at what was causing me to be so stressed and upset and angry. Honestly, I think if the truth be told, she recognized my controlling behavior and uh, perfectionism, and she probably wanted me to address that. Um, I'm sure it was affecting different things that I was involved in and people I was involved in at the church. But she listened to me and she spent time with me and sat down with me and literally was the first woman that I shared my story with my whole story and she listened over the course actually of several meetings that we had as I poured out my story in fragments and through a lot of tears it, it took me a while to get it all out she told me to search out resources, books, and insight on how this form of abuse, of abuse affects people and to begin processing it through journaling and literally writing down what I remember and how it made me feel and how it impacted my life. She listened to me, believed me, counseled me, loved me, and most of all, pointed me to hope in Jesus Christ. I took her advice and I gobbled up every bit of information that I could find at the time. And believe me, there wasn't a lot out there, especially written by women, uh, first of all, or women who had actually experienced this form of abuse and certainly not involving the healing that can take place through a relationship with Jesus Christ. In fact, I think The Wounded Heart by Dr. Dan Allender and Beauty for Ashes by Joyce Meyer were the only two books at the time that spoke directly to this issue um, or this form of trauma and provided practical guidance not only in healing from the perspective of a survivor, but specifically hope and healing through Jesus Christ. So fast forward through several years of processing and working through the hurt of my story and taking some very intentional steps of facing it, uh, working through feelings of shame and guilt, dealing with anger and bitterness, and reaching a place where I could really forgive my abusers. 
Um, and then coming to accept God's love and grace for myself. You know, it took a long time to work through that. But by doing that, I've healed in ways I just really didn't think possible. I can honestly say at this stage in my life, I don't really like calling myself a survivor anymore because I'm not just surviving my past or coping with the pain or the symptoms involved um, uh, from the trauma that I experienced. Because of what God has done in my life through the years and the community and support that I've found, I truly am learning how to thrive. Now, don't get me wrong. I haven't arrived. I'm still healing in different ways. But surviving makes me think of a time in my life where it was all I could do just to get through the day. That's just not how I live anymore. I can honestly say after 14-ish years into my journey of healing, God has really helped me heal in ways I didn't think possible. And I feel certain the best is yet to come. I wrote Journey to Heal to help other survivors know they're not alone and to offer some guidance in finding the freedom and healing that I've found in Christ. After its release in 2016, I started leading online studies to take women through the book. I began speaking at various events and organizations and on different media outlets. And that ultimately led to starting a face-to-face group at my church uh, here in Wilmington, uh, Port City Community Church in Wilmington, North Carolina. As more people found out about the work I was doing, more people reached out for help, both in person and online. It soon became clear I needed to equip others to share in this work that God had given me to do. And I sensed he was leading me to establish a team of like-minded people to share in this work. So I did. We formed a nonprofit in 2018 and set to work to equip others to bring this resource into their own communities. Not long after launching as a nonprofit, we set to creating a mentor training program designed to equip survivors and counselors and missionaries and church leaders to launch and lead a Journey to Heal support group in their own community. Um, We're in the third year as a nonprofit and have walked hundreds of survivors through the Journey to Heal study. We've trained over 40 women and some men from all over the country and as far as the UK, believe it or not, to do the same, with over half of them now actively mentoring survivors, either one-to-one or leading a Journey to Heal support group in their own community. We've hosted awareness events, women's retreats, donated resources to like organizations that are serving a, a similar mission in a similar community of people. And we're now a month away from hosting our third annual 5K One Mile Hope Run in support of survivors and to help raise awareness in our community and beyond. This podcast actually came out of a felt need to find a way to effectively continue the conversations we're already having, both in our groups and and, uh, within our community. It's really just an extension of the work we already do. And my hope is that it will reach and inspire not only men and women who are healing from sexual abuse, but anyone who is either personally healing from hard things or cares about someone who is. You know, maybe you're tuning in today and you share my story of sexual abuse. Maybe you were abused as a child or as an adult. 
and you're working through the process of healing yourself. Perhaps you're in counseling right now or have have been for several years. Or maybe you're listening today and just realizing how much the abuse or assault has impacted your life. No matter your story, friend, I'm glad you're here. I want you to know you are not alone. You are deeply loved by God. And in Christ, there is hope for healing. In fact, there is hope for you to not only survive or cope with the pain of what you've experienced, but to thrive in the life you were created to live. I love what Jesus says in the Gospel of John. He says, The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. You see, no matter what we've been through, what we've done, or what someone else has done to us, no matter what has been taken from us or what we've given away, God can heal and he can restore our lives through Jesus Christ. Friend, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about a relationship. And it is in that relationship with Christ that we not only heal from our wounds, we not only survive our past circumstances, we don't just make it through life and get by, but we can thrive in the life we were created to live. That's my hope and prayer for you. That is my hope and prayer for you, my friend. In fact, as I close out this episode today, I want to echo Paul's words in Romans fifteen thirteen. He said, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening today. I hope this episode has encouraged and inspired you. Whether you're healing from sexual abuse or love someone who is, I encourage you to reach out on our website at journeytohealministries.org where you'll find additional resources and support. Tune in next Wednesday as I'll be sharing about all things relationships and leaning in to loving yourself as you try to love others well. Until next time, remember this, you are not alone, you are deeply loved, and in Christ there is hope for living your best life.